0: Hear this all the time from my patients that my doctor or my endo or my NP told me this or didn't tell me this. There's so much information out there that you, as a thyroid patient, as a hormone patient, are not even being told. Even when you get your medication from your doctor, from your endo, from your PCP, they're just handing out. They're not telling you how to take it. They're not telling you what can happen. They're not telling you how to take it before a lab test they don't tell you anything. They, just like they did to me, hand you some Synthroid, pat you on the butt and send you out the door. Good luck. And sucks to be you if your symptoms don't improve because your numbers look perfect. They're in the normal range. Nope, no, nope, we do not accept that. We do not accept that. We don't take that here on this podcast. You know that if you've been listening to me for a while, if you haven't been listening to me for a while, you need to start because you're gonna learn a ton. Have you ever heard of the baobab fruit? It's really interesting and it is such an affordable way to increase your antioxidants because this thing is a multi talented multivitamin, multimineral, multi multi-mineral, one-of-a-kind supplement in powder form that you throw into your shakes. Oh my God. It just pretty much becomes a no-brainer. So this particular Baobab Boost from Trim Healthy Mama, my two favorite ladies on the planet, they introduced me to this amazing antioxidant and I fell in love. I put it in all the time. Every single shake that I have, I put the Baobab powder in. It's citrus and sherbet tasting dried flesh, has five times the fiber of oats, and a higher antioxidant level than any food on the planet. That's eight times that of the super berry acai and more than blueberries and pomegranates combined. So quit eating all the sugar and just use organic baobab fruit pulp. It's that easy. Because Trim Healthy Mama, they put that into a nice powder. Like I said, I just scoop it right out, throw it into my shake. Oh my gosh, it reduces inflammation. It helps with weight loss. And the other really interesting thing about it is it's kind of working as an appetite suppressant. Now, I know it's not touted for that, but when you put it in your shake, especially first thing in the morning, throw that into a nice protein shake, you'll notice that your appetite is definitely curbed. So now I'm thinking of this perfect stack to replace or or supplement those GLPs out there on the market. What if we did Baobab and Metabolism Fixer together? That would be crazy at controlling your appetite. And with the Baobab, you're getting all those antioxidants. It's, it's amazing. And this powder is so affordable. It is so affordable. So you're going to go to store.trimhealthymama.com And look up Baobab. It's B-A-O-B-A-B, Baobab Boost Powder. Uh, These ladies have just gone all out with their entire line, but this is one of my favorites because I started using it. And I have to say that I noticed the appetite suppression difference. And then when I dove down the rabbit hole of what else is in it, the antioxidant content, the multi-mineral content, it just becomes a no-brainer. So store.trimhealthymoma.com. Look for Baobab powder. Enjoy. Are you sick of hearing me talk about Young Goose yet? Well, that's too bad because I love them. And I have been using them now for years, probably about two or three years. And I can honestly say that my skin looks great. So I go to my plastic surgeon's office to get a little bit of Botox, right? And he says, what are you doing for your skin? because your skin looks great and I'm 50, it's going to be Young Goose. You know, I've never had the ability to do those ablative lasers that are supposed to refresh and renew your skin. I just can't do it. I break out. So I love a good product line that is actually going to do something with my skin and help me not age. So whether we're talking about eye cream, finding that perfect eye cream, whether you're finding that perfect collagen-boosting cream that smooths out wrinkles, Young Goose has it all. I use pretty much everything in their line, but my favorites are going to be the Care Moisturizer. This has NAD and NAD-boosting powers to it, which obviously helps your skin. We love NAD for anti-aging. I use the Hyperbaric Mask at night. I put that on. Oh my gosh, it just... Renews and replenishes and hydrates my skin. I use the Procare serum. This is an anti aging serum. It's senolytic, meaning it's going to seek out and destroy the bad cells and promote new cell growth. I use the adaptogenic cleanser. I use the amplifying essence, which really kind of boosts up your skincare overall. BioC peptide spray as a toner. Their entire line is fantastic. If you even start with two to three products, you will notice a difference in your skin. So you're going to go to younggoose.com and you're going to use the code Dr. Amy. This is going to save you 5% off. Now, is it a ginormous savings? No, but their line is so precise and so grounded in science. This is what they can offer. And, you know, I love the owners too. I think buying from, from a family-owned company is so important. And if you met the owners, you would fall in love and want to use their products every single day because you know that their heart and soul is literally behind this line. So younggoose.com, use the code Dr. Amy. You will notice a difference in your skin. But this is all about what your doctor isn't telling you about hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's. Get in pen and paper, this is gonna be a note-taking one. That's what we're talking about today. And I guarantee you, especially if you're in these beginning stages, right? You were just diagnosed, maybe you've been diagnosed for a while and you're wondering why the hell you still have symptoms. This is for you because there's some key points that even when I meet one-on-one with patients, I still have to tell them. And I stopped asking the question, wait, your doctor didn't tell you that? Because I know the answer and I know the answer is no. So we need to school you right now if you haven't been because there's things that you could do right now to make changes to your thyroid health and even how your medication, even if you're on crappy T4 only, even how that medication can work better in your body. So number one, what your doctor is not telling you. Did your doctor tell you to split dose if you're on any kind of T3 medication So those of you who aren't on crappy T4 only, and let's say you're on NP, you're on Armor, or maybe you're taking T4 and T3 together. Your doctor gave you five micrograms once a day, twice a day of T3, because you heard me talk about the importance of T3. You went and asked, you got a yes. Now you're all excited, woo, I got T3. But no one is telling you that T3 best works when it's split-dosed. So we want that first dose in the morning, and then we want the second dose in the afternoon. Around 1, 2 p.m. is fine. You always want to leave an hour on either side of your thyroid medication. By the way, that can be like 1.2, number 1.2 of what your doctor didn't tell you. Let's, let's do a, a subheading under that. Did your doctor tell you that you can actually take your Synthroid at night and it's more effective, did your doctor tell you, this is part A, that's, I guess, A, this is B, did your doctor tell you to leave one hour, one full hour, not 45 minutes, one full hour in the morning after you take your first dose of medication to when you drink coffee or eat anything? Yeah, you can drink water, but, and you shouldn't be drinking juice, but if you're drinking coffee, if you're doing tea, if you're eating a breakfast and you're not fasting, then you better... Better, make sure that there is one full hour between when you take your medication, whether it's T4, T3, T3 only, Armour, NP, anything. One full hour between when you open your eyes, pop that pill in your mouth, and your first sip of coffee. There's a study out that showed that the difference of 60 minutes versus 40 minutes in the absorption of your thyroid medication is huge, huge. So you can actually go from an absorption of maybe 60%, maybe 50%, up to 80, 86% when you wait that one full hour. And then that one full hour also applies to your afternoon dose. So when you're taking that afternoon dose, you don't eat lunch at 12.30 and then take your thyroid med at one. If you're eating at 12.30, you gotta wait till 1.30 to take your thyroid medication. Again, whatever it is. And the only time we split dose is with T3, because let me let me give a little explanation here. I always say T4 and T3 are like the tortoise and the hare. So T4 is the tortoise, super slow in your body for a long time. T3 is like the hare. It's in and out. It's doing its job. It's getting the hell out of there. The reason why we split dose T3 or anything with T3 in it is because if you take that T3 in the morning, you're getting that peak. You know, you're getting the, 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 that shoot out of the gun, right? Woo, you feel good in the morning. And then gradually throughout the day, that T3 is gonna wane. And that's where I hear people say, oh, I get really tired around 1, 2 p.m. And they're not losing weight because they're not keeping their metabolism up enough with that that second dose of T3. They're giving themselves a nice boost of metabolism in the morning with the T3, but they're not doing the second dose. Here's the other issue I see all the time with patients. They'll come to me and maybe they were lucky enough to be on Armour, NP, something like that. And it'll be a high dose. It'll be like 90 to 120. And I go, did your doctor tell you to split dose that? They go, no. I'm like, oh my God. How do you feel with that much in the morning? Like you literally, I I realized that you gradually worked your way up to that dose, but how do you feel with that bomb of 90 and that bomb of 120 first thing in the morning when you wake up? And then you get nothing throughout the day. Well, you know, I feel kind of jittery and anxious and my heart beats, oh shit, it beats fast. You're taking a huge bolus dose in the morning and you're not splitting it up. Split it up. Cut that bad boy in half and take the other half in the afternoon. It's gonna make a world of difference. And I gotta tell you, when patients work one-on-one with me, we always talk on the phone in the beginning, getting them scheduled, answering questions, right? And if they tell me, and we, we go over some things in the beginning just to kind of get you a quick win, right? Let me, you know, what dose are you on? What med are you on? How are you feeling? Okay, let's do this until we meet for your initial consult, and this might make some changes. And by God, it does. They, I hear all the time, you know that split dosing thing you told me to do? Damn, that worked. Like now I lost five pounds, I got better energy. Well, yeah, because we're keeping your metabolism up throughout the day by giving you another dose, not more T3, but just splitting up your dose. Take that 60 of armor, cut it in half, 30-30. Take the 90, do 45 and 45, take the 120, 60 and 60. Whatever that dose is, and if you're on T4, T3, take that five and cut it in half. Even if you're only on five, which is technically enough for your pinky finger and you're probably not feeling that much better, take that five and cut it in half and do 2.5 and 2.5. Get a really good pill cutter on Amazon and slam that guillotine down so you get a nice even split. Now, if you're on T4 and T3 separate, right, the synthetics, it's very easy to just, you know, hey doc, can I have can we up my dose of T3 to 5 and 5 so I can take that extra 5 in the afternoon? And that's a start. I'm not saying that's going to optimize you because you might need more T3. You might need T3 only. We don't know. Everyone is different and unique. There is no one path that I necessarily prefer. I prefer the path that's going to work for you. But if you are on T4 and T3, Just ask, if you're only on five and you're having a really hard time cutting that five in half, then go five and five. If you're on 25, a lot of you are on 25 micrograms of T3, but you're not split dosing it. Get a pill cutter, cut it in half. That's a big deal. Do it. I promise you it'll work. You'll come back. You'll thank me. That little change, that little change. Okay, what else is your doctor not telling you if you have hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, did your doctor tell you to avoid gluten? We talk about this all the time. Just bear with me. Don't even don't 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 hit pause. And she talks about gluten all the time. It's important because if you have an autoimmune condition, and I'm going to say this until I'm blue in the face, until it resonates with you every single time you pick up that brownie, every time you want to get bread at your meal, every time you want to get a bun with your burger. You're going to hear me say, if you have autoimmune, you are increasing your soldiers and you are sending those soldiers out on a mission to attack your thyroid. And when they're done attacking your thyroid gland and there's nothing else left, or sometime during that war, they're going to find something else. And they're going to go for your joints and it's going to be RA. They're going to go for your stomach. It's going to be Crohn's. It's going to go for your small intestine all the time. We see this all the time. Cilia, bam. How about your hair? ladies, you're already thinning and falling out with your non-optimized thyroid. Those bad boys start going out and attacking your hair follicles. Now you have alopecia because that too is autoimmune. Where we see one, we see more than one. So if you eat gluten, every time you consume gluten, I want you to have me in your head and I want you to picture these soldiers going out and beating the hell out of your thyroid gland. And I want you to like, see them like with each other and, and they're mapping shit out and they're going to go to your small intestine next and they're going to start destroying your hair follicle and you're going to sit there and you're going to picture that. And you're going to go, okay, wait a minute. I already have gut problems. I don't want more. I really don't want to go all the way into celiac where I have to start looking at the meds I'm taking, the supplements I'm taking. If you're on Designs for Health, you're good because they're gluten-free. But a lot of supplements are crappy and they are... Con- they contain gluten. Even some of your thyroid medication you have to be careful of because it contains gluten. And if you're true celiac, now listen, if you're not celiac, if you're just like me, if there's a little bit of gluten in your thyroid medication, probably not going to bother you. I mean, we're talking a trace amount. However, if you have celiac, that trace amount can actually set you back for six months. Look at that dichotomy. If you have celiac disease, a trace amount A trace, a tiny speck that is in that teeny tiny little pill, that thyroid medication, that much is enough to set you back for six months. So the avoidance of gluten is imperative. I guarantee you that your doctor is not telling you that. Another thing your doctor is not telling you is timing of supplements. I get this question all the time from my patients. Listen, if you are on, if you're taking calcium, which the only people that should be taking calcium are those who had their parathyroid removed because calcium just causes kidney stones and it's not even absorbed by your body. It does nothing for your bones. That's another podcast. But if you're taking calcium, if you take a Tums, if you take any antacid that contains calcium, if you're slamming down some milk, if you're eating cheese like it's going out of style, it should be four hours away from now. I don't want to get a thousand cheese questions. I mean, like if you're eating a block of cheese, there's actually very little calcium in cheese. So a slice of like nice grass fed cheddar, nothing wrong with that. But if you're eating blocks at a time, you're making a keto meal that contains cream cheese and cheese on top and heavy whipping cream, then you want to leave four hours between consumption of calcium and your thyroid medication. This also goes for iron. Many of you are anemic. Many of you have low ferritin you have to take that ferrous iron with vitamin C. Vitamin C helps iron absorb. Take that four hours away. So if you're split dosing like we just talked about, take it at dinner, it's that simple. That's gonna be four hours away from your afternoon dose. So always put the iron and any t- type of calcium containing supplements at dinner. Now, some people say magnesium. I really, honestly, mag should be put before bed If you're taking Synthroid before bed, like some of you are, because of better absorption, then all you have to do with the mag is take it an hour before. I I have seen not enough studies. There might be one floating around out there that people talk about, but I have not seen enough studies that show that magnesium is a huge interference with thyroid medication as long as it's an hour away. And then one hour away from your thyroid medication is the rule for all other supplements all. If you're on berberine, if you're on D, if you're on a B-complex, if you're on thyroid synergy, if you're on whatever, it should be an hour away then from your thyroid medication. I get that question all the time, all the time. And I know sometimes it gets hard to time it out. A lot of you like to map out your schedule for the day and that's fine. But honestly, if you just remember iron and calcium at dinner, all other supplements just an hour away. So if you're taking it in the morning, go ahead and pop some supplements at ten, eleven. If you're taking it again in the afternoon, pop some more supplements at dinner or four or five or whatever. Just space it out from your thyroid medication. That's all I ask. Okay. What your doctor isn't telling you about your hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's. Did you know that if you have Hashimoto's, you naturally have low betaine HCL. That's betaine hydrochloric acid many of you are experiencing heartburn, not realizing that you can actually have heartburn due to low hydrochloric acid. So a lot of times you'll take these antacids you we pop popping Tums, Zyrtec, and the real answer is for you to take betaine HCL. And we find that in digestive enzymes. I love Designs for Health Digestive Enzymes. They have betaine HCL in it. They have a little bit of ox bile. For those of you who had your gallbladder removed, that's another little tidbit that doctors don't tell you when they take out their gallbladder, your gallbladder, that you need a little bit of ox bile in order to digest fats. And then it's really, really good to have those digestive enzymes for proteins, carbs, and fats. That's just going to help break down everything in your stomach. It's going to help you not be bloated. You're going to feel better, trust me, but betaine HCL is the key for Hashimoto patients when you have heartburn. So then we can kind of do, you know, that, a and B. So B is oxbile for those of you who had their gallbladder out because I know many of you have. It's a very common procedure. I see it all the time. Some of you actually need it, some of you didn't, but it's one of those things that why don't we just add it in? I still have a gallbladder. I still take the digestive enzymes with betaine HCl, Oxmile, and all of the digestive enzymes. We can put a link in the show notes for the digestive enzyme that I use, digest by designs for health. I got to tell you, here's a little side note. I'm totally getting off track, but side note. I did a GI map. I have a podcast on that where I go over my results and I tell this story. I, it, it was shown that I was low in elastase. That's the digestive enzyme that breaks down fat. Here I am on keto. I'm like, how am I not breaking down fat? That's ridiculous. I started taking the digestive enzymes because that's what was recommended to me based on my GI map results. And I have to tell you, I didn't think I was bloated. Because I didn't have that outward bloat. I didn't have like a pooch belly. But when I started taking these on a regular basis, and I always tell my patients, you got to sit it out on the counter. Because I'm telling if you put your digestive enzymes away, you will not remember to take them with meals. You're supposed to take them with meals. Gino you know, help digest your food. So you got to sit them out on the counter, take them with meals. I didn't think I was bloated, but I swear it felt like I lost five to 10 pounds when I started taking these. Because they... It's like I was bloated outward. It was like my my torso felt like it was pushing outward and I was getting more square. And when I started taking these, everything kind of came in. I could feel my hip bones again. It literally felt like I lost five to 10 pounds. So digestive enzymes, ox bile, betaine, hydrochloric acid. Okay, here's another one. And I want you to, to just bear with me. We're gonna deep dive into this in another episode. I'm gonna give this all the love in the world in its own separate episode. Might be a month or two from now cause I'm working on helping you out, helping you guys out with this. But there is an important thyroid hormone that often gets forgotten about, not talked about. Well, there's T1 and T2. So you always hear T3, T4, T3, T4, T3, T4, free T3, reverse T3, free T4. And you never hear anything about T1 and T2. But did you know that natural desiccated thyroid medications actually contain a very tiny amount of T1 and T2. T2 is the key. T2. We're doing a lot more research on this. and You're going to see a lot of thyroid experts talking about this in the future. But T2 is amazing at helping convert T4 to T3. And it also, if you think of T3 as, all right, we're going to give T3 a, a, like a 10 in its power. It gets in. It gets to the cell, it binds to the cell, it does a great job. T2 is, is you know, it's like a six. It can, it can do maybe a five. It can do a lot of what T3 can do. It just doesn't do it as quickly and doesn't have the same power, but it's a hell of a lot better than T4. And I guarantee you, your doctor did not talk to you about T1 and T2. I guarantee you, it didn't happen the right amount of selenium, not popping 200 micrograms or milligrams of selenium every single day, not eating Brazil on every single day, because a lot of times that pushes you guys too far up and your selenium goes through the roof. But unless you're taking those nutrients and you're being good about it and taking them on a regular basis, like vitamin D and your B complexes, those all help convert T4 to T3. And then we have to check for all those issues that come along the way. So like I always say, it's, it's like a marathon from T4 to convert to free T3. That's what we want. We want you to have enough free T3 in your system to actually get to the cell. But if your insulin is high, if your estrogen is high and you're estrogen dominant, if you don't have enough testosterone, if you're missing those, ma- those nutrients that we just talked about, the vitamins and minerals that we just talked about, you're going to be screwed. It's not going to convert over very well and you're going to stay in that hypostate. And on top of that, if your doctor's not telling you all this and the chances are he's not testing, he, she, not testing, your reverse T3, which is so important. And I'm gonna give you another refresher right now. Reverse T3 is gonna be high if you land in the hospital, ICU, ER, any of that. Reverse T3 will be high because it puts you into survival mode. It says, you know what? Susie's in the hospital. She doesn't need to burn fat. She doesn't need to lose weight. She doesn't need to grow her hair. She doesn't need to be in a good mood. She doesn't need to poop. We just have to keep her in survival mode. And by shutting down all those other systems, your body can do better at repairing the injury or the trauma that you sustained that landed you in the hospital. What if you're walking around on day-to-day and you're not in the hospital? Why does your body need to be in survival mode when you're just walking around trying to get stuff done? You're doing work, you're taking care of the kids, you're taking care of your house, you're cleaning. You don't need to be in survival mode. You don't want to be in survival mode when you're trying to get stuff done on a day-to-day basis. So we need to be checking that reverse T3. If your doctor isn't, then you need to do something about it. You need to change doctors. What do I always say? If you don't get the right lab test, if you go in and you say, hey doc, can we check all of this to get the, the absolute perfect picture of what's going on with my thyroid and my hormones? And you're going to know it's time to get a new doctor anyways, or come see me. We'll get you straightened out. Okay. I think I hit all the topics. Oh, last one. Let's talk about those medications, right? So there is the generic form of T4 that is called Levo. Levoxyl, Levo, different names for it. Then we go up a notch to Synthroid. Many of you are, have heard of Synthroid. That was the, basically the first one out that pushed out the NDTs. Here's a little history. I might not get this nailed down, but just tidbits of history. NDT has been around for a bajillion years. That's what we used you know, back before there was actual drug companies producing it for us. Doctors of old would use dried porcine thyroid glands to treat patients. That was the original NDT. And you know, they would actually use that for a multitude of of conditions. It's not like they're just testing people's TSH back in the 1800s and and dosing out some, some pig thyroid gland. They would use it for a multitude of conditions, which tells you how important the thyroid gland is because it really controls the entire body, like we always say. So then came Synthroid. And then- All the medical schools started teaching, well, Synthroid is the best because Synthroid was drug manufactured. So poor NDT got the shaft. It actually got a bad rap where doctors say, no, that's dangerous. And I guarantee you, a lot of you right now that are listening are nodding saying, my doctor still hasn't come out of like the late 1800s, 1900s, and is still telling me that NDT is bad for me. So he's still going on that what he learned in med school way of thinking and not branching out and recognizing like, um, Armour is manufactured by a drug company. It's not like some farmer digging the, the pig thyroid gland out after the pig dies. Like this is actually manufactured at a drug company. Can they mess up sometimes? Yeah, I mean, we've seen recalls in the NDT world even over the last couple of years, but it's totally safe when done correctly and dosed correctly. So Synthroid came in, And Synthroid is the brand. Now, as you know, medications that come to market, they start as brand only, they're super expensive, and then eventually a generic comes out. So now I don't know the history progression of Synthroid and Tyrosin, but Synthroid is, I believe, better than Levo because it has less fillers. Many of my patients do better on Synthroid, but not T4 only. We're doing T4 and T3. And then we have Tyrosin, which is more pure, it's just pure. It has virtually no fillers. And now there's tyrosine Sol that is a liquid form that has nothing, nothing but T4. And a lot of people tolerate that better, although the insurance companies don't like it very much. So many of you are getting a very, very high bill, even for Synthroid, even when your doc writes brand Synthroid, because you're experiencing, let's say, hair loss or anxiety or just something wonky on the Levo, and then your doctor writes for Synthroid and you know it's $200 a month. It can happen, it can happen. And we can always adjust that. We can always try NDT, see if your insurance company covers it, go through good RX, all that fun stuff. But many of you will do better if you're on T4, many of you will do better on Synthroid or Tyrosyn. Now here's the funky thing about T3. The generic form of T3 is leothyronine. So your doctor doesn't sit you down and go over any of this because he's got five to seven minutes with you. He doesn't have time that's why i'm here telling you so leothyronine is the generic form of t3 cytomel is the brand Leothyronine has less fillers last time i looked and this is by sigma farm we're just going off sigma farm we, can, we didn't i haven't seen a test on every single one i know greenstone is the one that jives with me i think i told you guys the story before about how like for about a week my pharmacy had changed suppliers. And actually it, it was like Sun Pharmaceuticals that they got in, or maybe it was Sigma Farm. I don't do well on it. I had Greenstone forever. L. Russ and I both like Greenstone. I think Paul Robinson likes Greenstone. I forget. I'm have to talk. i going to be talking to him in a couple of weeks. So you guys will be hearing from him in a couple of weeks. Get all the knowledge about T3 and cortisol and the circadian T3 method. It'll be awesome. But I digress. Greenstone Pharmaceuticals. That's what my body did well with. I changed over. And, you know, I got these pills and they were teeny tiny. And I thought, did they fill them with fives instead of 25s? Because you all know I'm on T3 only. So I get these pills and I call the pharmacy. I'm like, are, you, are these fives instead? Did you fill this wrong? They're like, no, we just got a different manufacturer. Like, okay. So I rolled with it. And a week later, I kid you not, I'm on the phone with a follow-up patient with a follow-up call. And she asked me, she goes, is it possible that... Different manufacturers of the medications, could that, like by going with a different manufacturer, could that change how it affects my body? Now, she actually went hypo. She's like, yeah, now I'm tired all the time. I started to put on a couple pounds. And it it's like, it hit me in the face. I went, uh, yes. And I'm pretty sure that's what's happening to me right now. Instant anxiety. Well, not instant, over the course of a day or two. But it's not me, like I, I don't get that way. So when I was feeling that way, I was like, ew, what is this? Like did my thyroid go wonky? It's almost like it sent me hyper for a short amount of time. And then I called around, found where Greenstone is, my pharmacy will actually order it in for me. So all of that is is good now. But just so you know, because this is one thing that your doctor's not gonna tell you. And honestly, I will admit, it's one thing that I even forget to ask patients when they are on T4 and T3 and they come back and they go, you know, I'm just, I've been really tired. I don't know why, you know, I'm sleeping. We go through all the check. Are you sleeping? Are you turning off your phone? Are you wearing blue light, black and glasses? Are you sleeping between 1030 and two or 10 and two? That's where your deep sleep is. All of, all of the cold, dark room, the whole deal with sleep health. And we make sure they're taking their D and are you taking your B and are you eating? Are you eating crappy foods? Are you spiking your blood sugar or eating processed foods? Are you eating gluten? Because you can get really tired and feel really garbagey on gluten. And once we have all of that laid out and checked off, I need to remember, and I'm telling you this so you remember, it could be the manufacturer of your medication. Now I might tell you something else. I have had pictures of prescription bottles sent to me by patients. And their prescription is armor. And the pharmacy fills it with NP. That ain't right, folks. That ain't right. Because I have had patients that do better on NP than armor, some that do better on armor than NP. And we write that for you. And we figure that out. You got to stick with it. And you got to stay on top of your pharmacy to stick with it and fill it with the right kind. And I don't care if they don't have it, go to another pharmacy or have them fill it in time so that if they don't have it, they can order it in before your prescription runs out. So check your T more T three manufacturer. I don't think you're going to notice that much with T four, unless it's just that, that breakdown generics and three tier uh, But check the manufacturer anyways, because it could be that. And if you're on NDT, make sure they didn't switch over to one or the other. Cause you might just jive better with one over the other. You might do better on armor than NP. And that's okay. Don't let them switch it to NP though. All right. So that is a summary, a brief summary. There's definitely more on the list. So we'll do another one another time of what your doctor isn't telling you if you have hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right, I hope to see you soon.